Hey guys, we're back again, and we're here this time to share our taping from our show at the Newport Theater in Chicago. We were joined by the woman responsible for the hilarious Vulture recaps, one of our favorite recappers, Allie Barthwell, to talk about season one, episode four of The Bachelor, the first ever hometown dates. We were also joined by some very special Chicagoan Bachelor alums. We had a two-on-one interview with Clay Harbor. No one got eliminated, and we promise it was not edited out of this podcast. We also played Never Have I Ever with Jacqueline Schwartz, Diggy Moreland, and Dustin Kendrick. It was an awesome night, and if you couldn't make it, we'd love to see you at our next live show. That's right. We've come to the end of the first ever season of The Bachelor, and it's time to recap the grand finale. As Chris Harrison would say. We'll be at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Thursday, November 21st, recapping the episode where Alex Michelle finally chooses the woman he'll date for a few weeks. You can get tickets to that show at the link in our show notes. It'll be a really fun time, and we would love, love, love to see you all there. But first, our recap of Season 1, Episode 4 with Allie Barthwell. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Hello, Chicago! It's so great to be here this week. We got really beautiful weather. There's just like a waft of something in the air, yeah. like something a little peachy, like yeah. some impeachment weather. Yeah. 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 And it feels really good to be in like the greatest Midwestern city for impeachment week, the greatest week. Yeah. Um, it just feels right. Yeah. And like for me, this is a little bit of a homecoming. I grew up outside Chicago. In northern Indiana. Yeah. Uh, it's basically the same. Uh, and actually, my stepfamily is from Oak Park, which is outside Chicago. Uh, I think we have a little representation from the family here tonight. Yes. Yeah, from both. There you are. Yeah. My stepfamily. From, from both of our families tonight. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, we both have ties to Chicago, guys. We're legit. Yes. Yeah. This is like a real homey moment yeah. for us. And, and it's, it's pretty fitting because this episode that we're recapping today... Episode four of season one of the very first season of The Bachelor, starring Alex Michelle, just a 31-year-old goober, um, is all about homecoming. It's the very first hometown dates episode of the whole franchise. So you're in for a treat. It's crazy to realize, like, they used to make The Bachelor go to hometowns episode four. Four. So, like, basically he's on the same intimacy level with these women as, like, a stranger he just met at the bus stop. And, like, everyone's being very polite, but, like, no one really knows each other or is having much fun. So it's a really cool vibe for hometown. But we are having a lot of fun. We are having so much fun. Yeah, we're the ones having fun. And, you know, to, to recap this episode, we knew there was only one person that was really equipped to join us. Uh, the comic mind behind the Vulture Bachelor recaps, which in our, you know, very not at all biased opinion are the funniest on the internet. Yes. So please give it up for Ali Barthwell. Also from... Also from Oak Park. So what up, Oak Park? (laughs) Go Huskies, gang, gang. (laughs) Allie, it's so nice to have you here on your home turf. 
Oh, I, usually we're hanging out in New York. So. Absolutely. I also want to say I used to perform improv shows here when this was an improv theater like six years ago. So <laughs> this is a real dark yeah. moment for me. <laughs> You're saying this was an improv yeah. theater? I don't yeah. buy that. I, I remember having to compete with the air conditioner <laughs> for the audience's attention. <laughs> this will be very similar. Lots of, yeah, warm yeah. memories. A homecoming <laughs> yeah. for you, too. Yes, and that yes. my home is 15 minutes away, so I'm a come home later. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. We're staying on theme this episode. <laughs> um, but let's get started. We have to set the stage a little bit. Um, episode one, uh, Alex Michelle, a rectangular-headed Stanford grad uh, and former homecoming king, met 25 beautiful and accomplished women, each wearing about a pound of blue glitter eyeshadow. What in the 2002 was yeah, happening? Yeah, it's a good year. Just right from the start, a whole new world for us. <laughs> yeah. And over those first three episodes, you know, he really whittled this group down to his top four potential wives. Two women who don't seem to like him at all. <laughs> one woman who he really wants to make out with. And one woman who's blonde. She's blonde. Very That's all blonde. he knows about her. She's very blonde. That's yeah. all that matters to Alex. Yeah. So uh, you guys, we have a lot to do. Let's discuss. Yeah. Let's this episode right is in. really a gem. So, uh, so we start uh, with an explanation of the hometown concept. Because, because of it's course, the first. It's the first. I also love that, like, the budget was so low. I was like, what value city furniture is yeah. Chris Harrison sitting on to be like, okay, <laughs> you're going to go. He's going to go to your There's house. There's, like, a very, like, a red leather couch happening. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's special. So Chris comes in to explain this to, to the four women. And they look resigned. Resigned. I think yeah. we have a, a still of their reactions. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just look at the enthusiasm. These are four women who are excited to take their future husband home. Trista, especially. Trista, over just the thrilled. Yeah. Also, two of the four are wearing sleeveless turtleneck sweaters. Well, that's. Oh, no. They wear sleeveless turtleneck yeah. sweaters like essentially the entire season. The like, sleeveless everybody. turtleneck yeah. is the mascot of this season. Yeah. 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 Um, and so. And it's true, you know. People say that we have a very uniform aesthetic now with the mid-century modern, but like looking back 2002, the Value City furniture aesthetic was very consistent across yeah. every setting we've been in, yeah. like upscale hotels. Who just doesn't bachelor's. love a slouchy leather couch with like a brass stud yeah. like that? <laughs> it's very fashionable yeah. at the time. So, uh, so Alex explains where he, he's going to be going and in what order, which is just a level of dedication to fact that we don't see anymore no. on the show. And I think we do have a clip of that to get us going. I'm about to spend five or six days flying all over the country visiting four hometowns. So I'm starting in Phoenix and hanging out with Kim and her family. Next, I'm going to go to St. Louis with Trista. Then I'm going to fly to Chinook, Kansas, where I'll meet Amanda's family. And then I'm going to end up in Dallas <laughs> with Shannon. I just can't think of a better way to really get to know these women than seeing them with their family and friends. But I think I'm going to have to pass some tests. Ooh. I think we do have, uh, for us to enjoy, yeah, uh, another so. look at Alex in his, in his plaid top. Yeah. This is just the kind of outfit a man needs to wear to explain, you know, what his itinerary. Of, what time of day is this? Is That's this, my thing. Is, is it dawn? A, is it dusk? Is it Who a pajama? Is it a, I think a it's casual? a pajama, but in which case, is he going to bed really early? <laughs> or is he up very or, late? Or, or is he up at like 4 a.m.? Yeah. Probably that. 
It's it's a lot of love. It's and very I, unbuttoned. But I have I, to say, if you're gonna marry a, a man, a white man at least, <laughs> like you're gonna see this look over your breakfast table. Yeah. So like you've got to get accustomed to that. Yeah. You've got to be like, I love him enough to see this. Um, and that's the question. Claire for speaks our young from ladies. experience. Exactly. So. Um, that I is also a look love I know. that everyone they show him carrying his own luggage, and he just <laughs> has like one little swing bag he got in a Brookstone that he's like. <laughs> The wheels don't work, so he has to carry it. There's like, nothing in that no. bag, no. Um, and they just need to show he's strong enough to lift something. Yeah. Like, uh, so first up, as Alex said, we will be going to Kim's hometown of Phoenix. And uh, Her parents are perfect, according to Kim. Yeah, she's like, yeah. my big advantage will be my parents, which, like, that's never a good start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, the best thing that I have going for me in my relationship with Alex is my parents, who he has not met. Yeah. Two, two yeah. people I did not choose <laughs> yeah. that I may have been an accident. Like, the yeah. best thing going for me is my genetic lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she is very beautiful. Um, and Alex has, thinks so. Yeah. It's his only opinion about her. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex goes on to then say, Kim is one of the most beautiful women in the world. She has exactly the look that I love. I just realized she's my dream girl. Yeah. You just, you love to see it. You love to see just a man lovingly yeah. describe the model car he has yeah. in his garage. Like, yeah. he looks at her the way that, like, a 2002 interior decorator looks at, like, a, a baroque couch yeah. with yeah. a stud. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, like, she could be any anyone. Like, they could <laughs> upload a completely different consciousness into that brain. Honestly, he'd probably and prefer it. he wouldn't it. even know yeah. this. He'd prefer it. Yeah, it's like, just Simone this thing to do another 2002 reference. <laughs> do you remember the film Simone with Al Pacino? Guess I'm the only one. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so on the Lake Theater, Oak Park, local <laughs> references. <laughs> um, so, you know, Alex... And Kim have to get right into actually yeah. meeting each other. I mean, it's difficult because, as she tells it, they've never had a conversation where they enjoyed each other's company. Alex doesn't seem to think much about whether they enjoy speaking to each other at all. No. So they spend a little time on a speedboat together, and she's like, We finally had a good conversation <laughs> where he acted like himself. And so I think I'm ready to dive right into this thing. <laughs> One conversation is enough. Um, and then they uh, they head off to meet the family. Wait, is this where she's, she so, says what she does and does not yeah, read? So, yes. so I think we have a clip of, okay. of what Kim does for fun. Yes. So what do you do with your time for yourself? Just relax. Just lay in my room and just, like, read magazines, you know? Like, I'm not really into, like, fiction, nonfiction, those kind of things, but, like, yeah, I like to read self-help books, like Dr. Phil, like, those kind of things. Dr. And Dr. Phil from Oprah. Oh, Dr. Phil. And, like, just, this is a funny story, Who too. Who did like, he think she said? I went to buy all these relationship books, and I'm like, what is my problem? I'm like, I cannot find a man to save my soul. So I went to the store, and I bought a book about how to make a man fall in love with you. Um, everything you know about sex and love is wrong, and all this other stuff. <laughs> Seriously, I read like 50 pages and I was like, what am I doing? I'm like hiding these books. I'm like, if anybody comes over and sees me but I'm reading these embarrassing books, I'll die. Yes. And my sisters that, were like totally laughing at me. That would make first date nervous. <laughs> Come over, I'll pick If you I even got one. Looks at your bookshelves. <laughs> I know. I gotta get out of here. I know. This is psycho. This is her first date with him. Yeah. Like, she's enacting this in real time. <laughs> yeah. 
She's like, the thing about me is, I don't know why men won't fall in love with me. <laughs> yeah, let me just tell you all about it. Also, her baby pink Chanel, Chanel sweater turtleneck matches the pink stripes oh, on her I know. shell toes. I'm pretty sure I had that entire yeah. outfit in 2002. Yeah. Like, real, those Adidas. Oh, man. She yeah. is normcore, like, 15 years early. Yeah. Um, and I love that you can kind of see the moment when Alex realizes that he's made a huge mistake. Yeah, when she's like, you know, not into fiction, nonfiction, that that kind of, of thing. So, yeah. So like, She's a, so like books. Like the right. word. No, I mean, the word I she was Claire, Claire thinks she might be. I want to be generous yeah. here. Maybe she loves poetry. She loves, she's a poetry she enthusiast. Loves. Yeah. Because if you think about it, it's neither fiction nor nonfiction. It's yeah. true. It, it it's just a pure I'm not sure she re- she's realized that self-help books count as nonfiction. Or Most that they count yeah. as books. Like, yeah. again, <laughs> she's real loot searching for the word for books. Also, Dr. Phil had clearly not reached his apex of fame. I mean, also, Alex is like, who is who? He's like, what do, you, what do you like to do in your alone time? So they've never had any interaction. They've never, that's, no. a, that's a first conversation question. Yeah. Yeah. And then her, just, I like to sit alone and read magazines. <laughs> and I'm not even mad at her. I'm like, the balls to say that to another human. <laughs> I, lo- I was like, I love, I love you. <laughs> yeah, I love that she didn't try to say like, oh, you know, I'm an avid cyclist and no. I really enjoy she's Renaissance like, art. Like, I she's like just curling like magazines. Out, curling out <laughs> with, a, with a teen people or a YM yeah. and just letting the day go I by. I think that is like the, I watch a lot of YouTube of its time, you know? Like just saying that on a date as if it's your hobby, yeah. which I think people should be more honest about that. My hobby is Twitter. Like that's what I do most of the time. I just look at it. People should know. Um, and so... We go to meet the family. Kim's yeah. perfect parents and her sister, Missy, and her other sister, and there, some, a niece and a nephew. I'm going to skip ahead. There were multiple sisters named Missy on this There episode. were, yes. Oh, my God, you're right. No, there's a friend. There's a friend, there's a friend named, named Missy. There, uh, Missy, a big name in what 2002. What happened to all the Missies? I don't see them around anymore. I, it's like, I guess they all grew up and they're they were like, I have to be Melissa now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair I enough. no longer be Missy. <laughs> they're like, 42 is the age at which yeah, I must I become I'm a no longer a Missy. Um, so Missy is, is the one of Kim's sister who has two children. Yes, and it's very important to Kim that her that future Alex partner is good with is good with be kids. good with kids. Unfortunately, Alex is not good with kids. So he yeah. tries to yank a small child's arm out of its socket. Yeah, yeah. I was As like, you I do. feel like it should be pretty instinctual to know that if you have a small, pretty fragile delicate, bendy creature. You shouldn't put pressure on all of its joints in order to support its body weight. And the best was he was like, I'm doing really great with a kid. I am not making eye contact. I'm in a totally just, different conversation. Just gently lifting, lifting him, him by one hand up and down. In the taxidermy room. <laughs> the taxidermy room is his other attempt to bond with Drew, yeah. this young boy. So I think we actually have a cliff. It's- Holy cow. Yeah. Where are the lizards? Oh my gosh. Wow. There's a lot of dead animals in here. It's a big, this one is huge. Missy yes. shot that. Yeah. Missy, yeah. I think that one's his prized possession there, Alex. When he shot that, it was the biggest bear he shot in Arizona that year. Wow. That's a big, I think it was like 500 pounds. Wow. So what are your hobbies? I'm a swimmer. <laughs> a movie buff. A reader, but I gotta I think I should add some hunting to the mix. Sounds pretty fun. Wow. 
That editing is art. That's art. That's the inciting incident in a horror film. Like you walk (laughs) into the home and you're like, oh, so you have killed. There's a lot of many, many times. I like think there are some like endangered creatures on that wall. Like (laughs) I'm like concerned. Like a like a tiger tiger. or a lion. Yeah, I don't expect to see wildcats on a taxidermy normally. That was intense. What in the white hell? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, it's like. Get out before yeah. I get out. Yeah, they're but like only white people. Get out. Like, yeah. what, if we, what if we try get out? But, but only of white people a black and like yeah, and it's a boyfriend from season three of Sex and <laughs> the City that Carrie goes on one date with. Yeah, I mean it's the most I've ever related to Alex. Is yeah. that moment? I was like, yeah. I too would be alarmed by yeah. all the dead animals. Because they were going in there for lizards. For lizards. They're like ne- when you think like, shown. show them the lizard, you might think like there's a live pet lizard in the house. Or in the backyard, there's or like, lizards yeah. sunning on the rocks. Yeah. No. no. There was somewhere hidden in that I didn't even see a lizard. So did they, game, there was did a they kill and taxidermy a lizard? Because that's not that's impressive. What, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> That's not like an achievement. Well, that's why we didn't get to see it because they were like, "That won't film well." That won't do. Focus on the bear. I wonder. Maybe Drew killed the lizard. They were like, "Drew, he's hunting already." His One first, and a half. Yeah. We're His so first proud. kill. His right, <laughs> rite of passage. Yeah. Oh, poor Alex. Um, so then he gets to ask her family what qualities she has that are good for a partner. He's like, I'm kicking the tires on this one. I need to know, like, what does she bring to the table? He literally says, what's the best thing about her for a guy? Like, <laughs> like, like if, a, if a human man were to interact with her, what would he glean from the yeah, interaction? As her sister and mother, yeah. what do you think she offers to a dude? Like, be honest. Um, and her sister is like, you know, she's so loving. She's so trusting. She should be called chocolate. She's so sweet. I was like, there is something fundamentally awkward about watching the whitest family Big on earth yikes. talk about how their daughter is just like chocolate. And it's like, oh no. I also feel like it not like I'm gonna just ignore the color and racial politics <laughs> of just that family <laughs> yeah. saying their daughter's chocolate. That's like like gross. Like yeah. that your mom. Of, there are a lot like, of levels here. She's so sweet. Yeah. You want a liquor sweet? Like, <laughs> oh God, what? No. Well, they yeah, were. Like, you, you know, they were asked, subtext. "What yeah. will she offer a man?" Like that's she tastes her like chocolate yeah. body. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Kim and her sister both start weeping because they're overcome by, by how beautiful Kim. By is. how beautiful Kim is. Yikes. She is really. She's pretty. And mm-hmm. Alex is just like, uh huh. Yeah, he's so, so done. Not hearing anything that's going to no. change the Dr. Phil situation yeah. that I heard about earlier. It was done right there. Yeah. That's where that I have to say, ended. he should have done a little more research into Kim's personality before, before going to her hometown. Yeah. yeah. He left that kind of late. Yeah. Well, she was blonde. Like, what can you do? Yeah. She yeah. looks like a woman he would look at. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, I didn't want? think she would talk. <laughs> I thought uh. she too was a movie buff. <laughs> yeah. Like, how dare you? So then, you know, Kim feels real good about this. Yeah, she's inexplicably. Like, this went really well. And mm-hmm. if he doesn't pick me, I'm just going to feel really devastated. Like all the things that might make a woman buy a book called How to Make a Man Fall in Love <laughs> yeah. with You or Everything You Don't Know About Sex and Dating. So, so with that, we're off to St. Louis for Trista's hometown. Uh, Trista, yeah. who 
clearly has no interest in Alex and never has. Stone cold yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. What's great about this episode is that it's where it becomes very clear that it is specifically Alex she doesn't like because we finally see her around people she does like. For and it's sure. a different vibe. Yeah. It's a pretty vibe. different yeah. vibe. Yeah. So, and Alex at the beginning is like, I've always had this crush on Trista, but like, I have to answer some questions. Like, does she even like me? Yeah, I'm like, he is openly admitting. He's like, I'm meeting this woman's family and I have no idea if she has any interest in me. Yeah. I guess this will be the week I find out. The yeah. sheer audacity. Yeah, incredible. Every week he thinks will be the week that he finds out. Like every episode every, he's like, I have to not. get Trista to convince me that she actually likes me. And then he's like, well, swing and a miss. Next, yeah. week. Next week it is. Maybe Trista yeah. will tell me whether she likes yeah. me. So they start off at Trista's high school. Clearly, both Alex and Trista really enjoyed high school, which, like... Can you imagine? I don't I trust cannot. people. Like, I do not trust people who are, like, that wistful for their high school year. Yeah. And, and listen, I liked high school. It I was, was fine. fine. It was fine. It was fine. It wasn't like... I wasn't like, oh, man, I wish I could be back on the bleachers. I did many a play with the friend. in yeah. a black box theater in high school. Same. But to yeah. look back at high school and be like... Those were yeah, the days. It ruled. Yeah. <laughs> no, you should be sitting here right now and being like... This is, this is where I spent all my time in high school, and like that's where the friends would sit, yeah. and uh, that's where <laughs> v friends. the band would sit. Uh, was, she, like, was she a cheerleader? She was a cheerleader, yeah. Again, wow. Well, she is a imagine. dancer for you know, the Miami yeah. Heat. But so. just like ima- ima- imagine being like a thin woman in a cheerleading outfit yeah. in, I don't know, the late 80s, whenever she was in it. Like, my God. <laughs> My God, just, I can't She's even. not that old. <laughs> it was 1958. They, they just integrated I'm like, she's 20, 29 in 2002. Okay, okay. But like, but still, the, yeah. the thought of being a, a beautiful thin person in America and then sitting with another beautiful thin person and being like. What do we call Alex beautiful? Sitting with an acceptable human man. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. And saying, like, we were always this hot. Like, that's what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they, they might even be saying, we used to be hotter. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. imagine. Can you imagine? imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine a, a man hotter than Alex? <laughs> like, I know. Struggling. I'm Never like, seen oh. one. Damn. He was I'd love to see him in a non-relaxed fit pant. Yeah. <laughs> Look, 2002 was a rough time for yes. men suiting. Let's yeah. just say that. A lot I'm of square toes. Yeah. On the shoe. A lot of, of like. We just, saw him in some mock turtleneck and oh, suit yeah. sort of combos, and I'm glad that that has not yeah. emerged. It's not a good look for anyone, which no. maybe someone should tell Notre Dame basketball coach. But this Mike is Gray, also where, <laughs> who I'm a big fan of. This is also where he, they have a kiss that is the least sexual kiss yeah. I've ever seen. He's like, "Well, I gotta kiss you because the bleachers." <laughs> and she's like, "Fine." She's like, "All right, let's go," and like thwacks him on the knee like, like a buddy, okay, and he's bud. like, "Time for my kiss." <laughs> Do you like me? Yes, no. Do you <laughs> like check. Yeah. Oh, she gives him a very dutiful makeout, and he's like, I did it. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> so then they head to meet the family, and Trista does a little bit of an outfit change. And this is where we need to talk about all of these women's yes. hometown date outfits. We are going to get to see yeah. uh, uh, also um, the outfit that you mentioned earlier, Kim's, uh, Kim's yeah. outfit. So, so we, we do just, have a little yeah. graphic. Yeah. Every single one of them is in a loose-fitting turtleneck sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the coziness. I mean, it's kind of awesome. 
Trista like, is also wearing black velour pants. Yeah, which, you can't see the pants. I just wrote down, she's got a purple sweater. Yeah. <laughs> and I capitalized the P in purple. That's it is capital P it purple. It's and like one of those little The claw clip, the claw, I mean. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, Shannon is just in all beige, which is, says a lot about Shannon. This is ex- we used to live like this. I know. This is exhausting. Like, no, but this is the crazy thing to me is I was alive in 2002. I would have killed for I some comfortable pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was like going into the junior section and everything was like skin tight, low rise khakis and like those tissue thin polo oh, yeah. shirts that you were supposed to wear like four of them at or the those, same time. Or those shirts. <laughs> yeah, and it's like they started this big and yeah. then you stretch them this big. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. you spent so much. Much of her youth, some like, huge pants. Yeah, trying like this to part of your body exposed. exposed. Yeah, and if you have any like waist to hip differential, no. there was just a lot of gapping that happened in the back. And bulging. Like, it, this was a lot. I have to bad. say, I think that I would have maybe just like less anxiety and like overall better mental health if I had grown up in a in an era when the fashion was high waisted pants. <laughs> like yeah. a lot of residual trauma. Yeah. Um, or you could have been dressing like Trista. Or I could have been dressing didn't know. like that. The opportunity was there, and we missed it. I would have gone for an oversized turtleneck and some comfy jeans these, if I'd known. These outfits are all like Charlotte walking in a park. <laughs> like these are all like casual autumn Charlotte York. <laughs> I think that Shannon is just trying to channel Charlotte. Charlotte yeah. at all oh, times. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's just um, less charming. Um, <laughs> so we meet Trista's family. And, and she just lights up. It's like suddenly she has, uh, uh, she wants to meet people's eyes. <laughs> she wants to smile. It's like, what's yeah, the thing that laughs. changed? <laughs> um, she's like, she sees her dad. She's like, oh my God, give me a kiss on the cheek. And I was like, Trista. Like he didn't, even have, to, woman. He didn't even have to say, daughter, we're on the bleachers. <laughs> yeah. You must give me a cheek kiss. Like she wanted it. Um, and she has this incredible mom. Who oh my god! I yes. so, so we meet we meet her her mom Roseanne her dad and her stepmom and her mother is just the best person on this just show. perfection. I think we do have a clip of her trying to make sure her daughter makes a good choice. You know which question I'm going to ask you. There's two things she's always told me. What about the second one? You already you already said he's a good conversationalist. There's family. No. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Does he kiss good? Yes, very good kisser. Very compatible, actually, which is good. It's kind of on my list. All right. Well, you know what? Now we can turn the tables. Now we can turn the tables and ask Alex that same question. I feel like. I never thought that coming to my own house would be such torture. I feel like you are all my allies. I would say she's a great kisser. Compatible, also. I wow. thought her mom was like, do he fuck, though? Like, yes. <laughs> I thought it was like, okay, so we know he's a good conversationalist. Yeah. What, else, what else that yep. mouth do? You know what? <laughs> her mom probably took one look at Alex and was yeah. like, oh, no, no. Oh, that, no. Man, that man yeah. does not give oral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He claps on the one and three, yeah. and he does in bed, too. Yeah. You know she was talking about sex because she was trying so hard not to say it. And yeah. finally she was like, oh, I know. Kissing. Kissing. <laughs> Is he a good dancer? You know, yeah. like, we know what you're trying to say. And the fact that Alex thought that his, her mother was, like, on his side in that moment, wow. I was like, Roseanne <laughs> would kill you here, yeah. sir. He's, does not care. He's just so grateful that Trista is smiling about something <laughs> that he doesn't care. He's like, 
this is working out for me finally. I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth at this point. Also, uh, on this episode, we see a lot of families where the parents are divorced and they don't make like a whole thing of it, which is really refreshing. Yeah, they're just like, here are my they're divorced like, parents. And my step-parent. And, and look I at that. do not feel afraid that I don't know what marriage looks like right. because of that. And it's not a It's trauma. not a personal and moral feeling on my yeah. part. These yeah. also look like these people's real homes. Like, yes. And I was yeah, like, they well, got knickknacks all over the place. <laughs> no staging, no going to like a mm-hmm. wealthy relative. Yep. Yes. Wall-to-wall home. cream carpeting. Like, yeah. we're really doing it up. Yeah. Yeah, they a all lot of went cheese to plates the same interior decorating. Yeah, no, it's it's really put, shines a spotlight on how carefully stage managed yeah. the hometowns are now. Um, and Alex is just like, yeah, Trista's starting to melt a little bit. Like, I'm a little less worried about her now because, like, I don't know. I guess he was worried about her before. Like, maybe that she was not okay or that she was profoundly depressed because she had to be around him all the time. <laughs> And that's changing now because someone else is there that she actually likes. And then some of her friends and their husbands show up. And she's also elated to see them. It's great to just see person after person who, like, she enjoys being around. Yeah. And just, I wanted her to just stay. I, I was know. like, ma'am, tap out and hang out. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you belong. <laughs> you feel good in St. Yeah. Louis. Stay home. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the husbands weighs in on Trista, and he's like, if Alex, you know, he says, Alex has stumbled onto a gold mine, and if he picks her, he's a very lucky man. And I was like, this is a weird soundbite to solicit from her friend's husband. <laughs> but Why? as you pointed out, this is a theme. Like, with Alex's friend, it's also, you know, his friend's wife that speaks to his desirability. In episode one. In episode yeah. one. Her, um, her friend's husband also says, she's not going to settle. Which I read is like it ain't it's it. not you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, no. Yeah. He was like, I I know that Trista is better than this. <laughs> like seriously. Um, so Alex uh, has dinner with everyone. Uh, he they tells ask them some questions. He tells them what he looks for in a woman, someone it's... beautiful. Which first and foremost, beautiful, yeah. but also like smart, funny, loyal, family oriented, but blah, mostly blah, beautiful. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. He always says beautiful first, and I'm like, it's telling. I don't think that anyone's in doubt about that. Like, it's like, oh, like I was really hoping for like an average-looking woman. But I'll settle for beautiful. I will settle for beautiful, but it's just like not yeah. on my list. Yeah. It's not something I look for in a woman. Um, and then he finally heads out, and he's like, "Do you have any more questions for me before you go?" Roseanne's like, "Yes, I need you to make out in front of me. He's like, I need you to fuck my daughter." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need we to will know. Stand watch. <laughs> I will not watch my daughter have an unsatisfying marriage. I need to know right now. Um, and uh, Trista's not into this idea, as it turns out. No. No. Um, Who is? <laughs> no. Roseanne. Yeah. Roseanne. Trista's like, Mom, are you kidding? And she's like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm and not. even if the dad gets in on it, he's laughing. He's like, it's your mother's request. You got to do it. They're all just like fully bullying her into making out with Alex. And Al- Alex is like, she'll be forced to touch me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he like tastefully dips her and you can see the look of relief on her face. Yeah. Where yeah. She's like, he like covers okay. himself in glory by not yeah. using this moment yeah. to slip her some time yeah like he's like i got it i got you girl she like pats him on the chest and goes good job (laughs) and with that they get some more alone time in the limo 
Um, Alex is feeling very relieved. He thought Trista had only child syndrome. Sweet Christ. Which, Which like, fuck off. Like, like, he has evidence of nothing except that she doesn't like him. Like, she's never been, like, just not the conclusion grabby he wants or selfish. To, she just doesn't act like she's having fun around him. And that is not what only child syndrome even is. <laughs> um, but so. she does, you know, she's, like, laying with her head in his, his lap, and she's like, you know, yeah, if I had met you in the real world, I definitely would have never picked you out. Yeah. But I would like to stay here, because yeah. I do think that we are connecting, for sure, definitely, yes. You can yes. hear her, like, talking herself into it. She's like, I do like this person, yes. I like do. I, said, I do. Stone cold bitch. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine being with someone who's effectively your boyfriend or someone you're dating and being like, I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I ever was. Maybe I will be. Let's see where this goes. I think I've tricked okay. myself into, you know, doing it anyway. Gotta keep his ego in check somehow. Yeah. Like, yeah. every night, like, honey, I would never have gone for you if it had been my choice. Oh, but yeah. since we were sort of shoved together, you know, this could have turned out a lot worse. I, I tell my boyfriend two things every night. This is not a bit. This is a real thing I say to him. I say, if I die, they're going to come for you first. <laughs> and then I tell him... Men die first, so I'm excited to watch you die one day. <laughs> Every night? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's sober. I, I like that. it. Yeah. yeah. I, this, is not, this is not a bit. This is a real thing. I say, I kiss him on the nose, and I say, if I die, they're going to arrest you. Yeah. <laughs> Those are just two factual things, yes. and it's good for him to be reminded. Yes, yeah. it's always the husband or men die first. Like, either True. way. Yeah, you're like I have seen enough Law and Order to know. Yes, I listen to enough true crime yeah. podcasts. Like, I mean, yeah. you better have an alibi, yeah. buddy. <laughs> so uh, Alex is like, I have solved the problem of Trista not liking me. It's that she needs to pretend that we're in an exclusive relationship, yeah. and she's like, No, absolutely not, because literally we're not in an exclusive relationship because you are dating other people, yeah. which is amazing because you'd never hear that said now. But she's just like, No, I won't be doing that because that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I would like you to imagine that, that we're dating exclusively. And she's like, I can't do that. I yeah. just, no. She's like, I, I can't for the fact that we're not. And she literally yeah. goes, well, if we are, then you're cheating on me automatically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so no. no. Yeah, a very logical group yeah, of women very logical. on this season. And he does not know how to work with that. Yeah, and then we see Alex talking to the camera. And he's just like, will this be the end of her? I don't know. <laughs> That's Part a very of me dark wishes thing I could say yes. Yeah. I'm Will like, this be oh. the end of Trista? <laughs> I mean, I, I hope not. Yeah. Are you? Let her live, you know. Yeah, this like, isn't <laughs> isn't turning into a true crime podcast. So. Um, and so, uh, and on so that note, we're off to to Amanda's hometown of Chanute, Kansas, which opens off with on a really strong note with Amanda being embarrassed to take Alex to her little dumpy hometown. Yeah, just the classism starts yeah. from deeply season internalized. One. Which again, now if you were from a home, like a small hometown, you just wouldn't go there. Or no, it would be like I'm folksy and I'm fun yeah. and we're just yeah. real America and it's and also family it's like and oh, but also it would be we're like from a small and town, I have and my family, huge mansion. right? We have a commercial farm yeah. that my family is like the you know king and yeah. queen of and are billionaires and here's our like family estate. Yeah. At this point, they hadn't yet figured out how to like paper over all the awkward differences in like class and other yeah. like background issues. They're just like, here's her hometown, and now they do the the folksy narrative, and then they put the family if they don't have a huge mansion in like a large field. in a huge mansion yeah. or yeah, 
And, uh, and I feel so, like there are some big like barbecue dinners you'll see. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you have to make sure that you never really get a sense of the divisions that keep us apart in the real world. Yes. You know, that's not what The yeah. Bachelor is no, about. No, no, no. Um, and so Alex is not doing well on this date. He's very tired. Oh, no. He's a sleepy boy. Yeah. yeah. And I think, look, he, Alex tries really hard to make conversation with Amanda's stepdad. And I, I think we have a clip of this. Yeah. I'm so tired. I can't function at all. <laughs> I woke up at five this morning after going to bed at 2, and flew here to, to uh, Kansas City, drove two hours to Chanute, and I'm trying to make nice in the living room, but I am sleepwalking. Dick's in the oil and gas business, and... We're just a small company, but we're expanding pretty, pretty rapidly. I basically do the whole thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, that's just, the, like, exactly the wrong demeanor to have when you're trying to meet and impress someone's parents. <laughs> Tired? Mm-mm. Just picking out. <laughs> he's ashamed yeah. to admit that he's tired. Just he's, say you're yeah. tired. Yeah, he's like, ashamed to admit that he's tired, but not that he would rather shove cheese down his throat than yeah. speak to her parents. <laughs> he's like, this is the better lie, for yeah. sure. We're, we're in oil and gas. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't know what I would say to that either. Like... Wow. <laughs> Good for you. Bye bye. Cool. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's usually my default. I'm just like, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, is yeah. it? And I'm like, I'm like I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> Tell me more. Don't invite me to parties. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to say. Um, Alex also tries to talk to the, him about football. And like, oh, this the, is great. His, her stepdad asks, like, are you into football? And he's like, you know, I love the sport, but I don't know which teams I like. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, yeah, you're like, not a football it's, fan. It's also like, you don't pick, like, a team that you mesh with. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Where are you from? Where was your dad from? Yeah. Those are the two options of football teams. Exactly. That you like. Nobody's like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm a just like still on the fence. Like weighing a few options. Yeah, I'm like it down to my final teams. four. Yes. Yeah. I'm a Capricorn Sun, yeah. Cancer Moon, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Chicago Bears Rising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says it like yeah. it's this information that he's going to like uncover at some point. Yeah. And I'm he's like, like from I'm where? getting there. Yeah. I just, I really love seeing Alex like rub up against these like models of traditional masculinity. And he's like, oh, I know I'm a yuppie. Yeah. That's where I fit. This He's a swimmer thing. and a movie buff. Yeah. yeah. A reader. <laughs> and a reader. Yeah. I always put my hobbies in terms of just like identity defining <laughs> nouns as well. Like, I'm a Twitter scroller. Like, that is. <laughs> Who I am fundamentally. Exactly. Um, so um, then they, they go to dinner at the Chanute Country Club. Yes. To with meet more of the family. More of her family. She apparently has several older brothers. We meet two of maybe them. Maybe some other siblings. We meet two of her older brothers who are ready to grill to the protect dude. their little sister. As you do. As you do. As a brother. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Amanda's mom is like, oh, her big brothers have always scrutinized her dates as, as brothers. I have do. two brothers and they don't give a shit. <laughs> like, yeah. who are these? Br- Again, it's like creepy. It's like, it's my job to protect my yeah. sister. It's like, so creepy. Weird. It's I, creepy. I have to say, I have, uh, I have two brothers. One is younger, so like he doesn't have to deal yeah. with this. 
It's like better when they don't care. Like it's like every, whenever my older male relatives would get involved in my like dating life, it's like you're just making this more complicated. Like yeah. I will figure Sit out that out. he sucks in my own yeah. time, like at my own pace, and like right. you can watch sports over there. It's fine. Um, but Scott is prepared. He has like a list of questions. Yeah, he just starts rapid firing. He's like, "Where do you live? Where are you from? What college do you go to? Oh, yeah." Mm-hmm. Yeah, at Stanford. I, they're they're uh-huh. also like, it's like he's a LinkedIn questionnaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, would you say your work is more project based or task based? <laughs> 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 do you work a forty hour week or do you have flexible work from home hours? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like really hoping that he's gonna trip Alex up. He's like one of these yeah. questions. It's like, like Alex is just gonna be like, oh, I'm unemployed actually. Aha! Yeah. I like, got you. Like, oh, I'm gonna get him when he's talking like, about. I just want to fuck your sister, yeah. not marry yeah. her. Damn it! That You're gonna was ask him what he married. What, what he majored yeah. in in college, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, I don't know." Yeah, yeah. I uh, knew you didn't have paid time off, <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, get him. What's say. your pension like, yeah. my man? Um, but then Scott just gives up. He's like, "Unfortunately, I didn't get him." Yeah, maybe yeah. get oh, well. some better questions next time, yeah. Scott. Scott. If you're gonna do this, if you're saying this is your job, you yeah. should be better. When's at the it? last time you cheated on a girlfriend? How about a question like that? Like, that let's get really to the nuts and bolts here. Uh, we need to bring Angela back, you know. Um, so Kent, at this point, makes a joke that's like, Alex, you're just doing, by dating all these women, what we could do from junior high to high school, but all in a few weeks. What? 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 Yeah, it was very confusing. <laughs> and then he says, that's illegal in 27 states. I was like, is this a polygamy what? joke? Like, what is like, happening? And Were if you it a is polygamy, in it's illegal high? in more like, than 27 yeah, states. Yeah, the framing was did not make sense. Does he not know you can like fuck anybody you want? Right. No. Like he was actually was plumbing like, not, for information. Yeah, there. it's not actually illegal to date multiple people. Yeah, he's like, tell me how you did yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Show me the what way. It means to have a business degree. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't like that you're doing this to my sister, but I sure would like to do it to <laughs> some other women. Else's so sister. please. As long tell as it's someone else's sister. Yeah. We're or ideally someone with no brothers at all, so that yeah. you don't have to worry about that. So that's that why there are a handful of only children. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and that kind of wraps up the date. You know, everyone laughs way too long at the polygamy joke. And then Amanda sends Alex off to his next, his next encounter. Yeah, and which she's is like, my Shannon. family thought he was perfect for me. Yeah. I guess because he passed the test. Yeah. yeah. So then we are off to Dallas. Shannon's hometown, which is truly the crown jewel of this episode. Yeah. Like, My God. If we could just show the entirety of this date and then, like, leave the stage, we yeah, would. Yeah, I would. Yeah. It's, there's nothing better, but we can only show you a couple pieces. But basically the theme of this episode, of, the, of this part of the episode, is uh, we finally meet Shannon's true love. And yeah. it is not Alex. I think we... Or her family. Yeah. I think we have a clip of that. Hey, where are you coming? <laughs> well, the puppy's out there. More important than we are, for sure. <gasps> what are you doing? Do you remember me? You can either sit down or you can go out and get licked to death. I think I have to, I gotta check out the dog. I'm sorry, I know, I know. Alex, this is Avery. Hi, Avery. Beautiful dog. She's a little excited. I'm sorry I left you for so long. Did she not come inside? Well, Alex seems to be a very interesting young man. <laughs> he's, uh, 
I guess, a lucky young man right now. We have a lot of questions about our daughter dating somebody, you know, this way. So where are you from? I am from Dallas myself. Are you oh, really? really? And I live in San Francisco, but my parents are in Dallas. Oh, well, me. Yeah. Good town. I love it. Oh, there's a ton to do, that's for sure. Yeah. Avery, I'm sorry. She's <laughs> What do you do? I am a management consultant, so advice giver. Um, basically strategy advice for big companies. Okay. So. I'm just going to go see hi. <laughs> Do you have any pants? No. <laughs> Do you want to get it? Are you going to get it? <laughs> so, what else? Just wow. incredible. That clip really plays like a scene from The Office. Yeah. yeah. Just. Her poor parents are what? like, we are stuck with this mediocre man. Yes. We have to ask him questions. Our grown daughter, who apparently wants to marry him, cannot even be bothered to sit in the living room. And I just want to call attention to the fact that she named her dog Avery. That is a very Charlotte York thing to yes. do. Yes. Also, what did that dog do that it can't be in the living room? <laughs> because the mom wasn't like, oh no, it's gotta, we, we don't want it for, because they say like on camera all the time, and she's like, can the dog come in? And the mom goes, no. <laughs> Not I after kinda, the incident. I kind of love, love her mom. She doesn't, she's very soft-spoken, but she gets her point across. Oh, I'll be. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting to see, like, with Trista's family, Trista just loves her family and, like, lights up around them. And with Shannon, she, like, doesn't really like her family, but she loves her dog. You have to see all these contrasts play out. She's talking about her family on the way to meet them, and Alex is like, what are they like? And she's like, oh, they're kind of quiet and nerdy, but, like, I like them. And I was like, are you negging your parents? Yes. They're not even here. Like, what, is, what are you trying to accomplish with this? She... Like, in this moment, she felt like, you remember that girl we all went to middle school with that was, like, really into horses? Yes. But she was, like, that girl Not with her dog, though. Yeah. Yes. So yes. it was, like, a horse girl if she could get a horse. <laughs> major, <laughs> major horse girl energy from Shannon. Yeah. And We're having a horse girl fall, okay? I also want to note that... <laughs> when, when, when they come in, she introduces her sister to Alex just as my sister. My sister. sister. My no sister. name. No name. But Avery. This yes. is Avery. Not my dog. Avery. Her precious heart. You know, use the, the term of respect. She I have to say. She refers to that dog her as her one. best friend often. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, like, had full-on conversations with that dog. I mean, that's like yeah. a theme on Alex's season, actually, is yeah, women who have full conversations with yeah, their dogs. Yeah, woman night one that got sent yeah. home for disclosing too early that she converses with yeah, her dog. Yeah, you gotta you keep gotta that save under that wraps for um, until, you meet, until you meet the dog in person. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, if I behaved like that when introducing a guy to my family and then my like parent had to get up and rush after me, um, I would come back in tears. Like, that would not end well for me. That is not acceptable yeah, her behavior. Her parents were too nice to her. Yeah, I think we That's understand That's she turned now. out this way. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're very loving, very permissive. Um, so, you know, then Shannon permits Alex to join her and Avery on a walk. 
Yeah. And she's just like giving him instructions the whole time. She's like, do not choke my dog. And he's like, I've got, I've got it. It's he's, really not that yeah, difficult. It's not that to difficult walk to walk a dog. They're just walking very at a normal That's pace. That's what I'm saying. That dog, it, that dog wants to get out of there. <laughs> oh, that, well. That dog is either seen the, some shit or some shit has gone down. The minute Avery gets off leash, gone. dog's just gone. Yeah, they sit down at a sort of open park area. Avery's off leash. And Shannon's like, if you just call her name, she'll come right back. Prompting, of course, immediately Avery runs away and will not come back. Yeah, or, yeah. No, it was better because she goes, if you have any questions for just Avery! <laughs> She's like, just Avery! ask me some questions. He, yeah, he keeps trying to be like, well, actually, and yeah. then Avery! 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 She literally Avery. runs away. Yeah. And we hear her gasp and that That dog wants of, out yeah. so bad. Then she, she goes back to her, her family and they proceed to have, like, she's such a brat towards them. Shannon has presented, like, a really kind of mature lady vibe for a lot of this season. And this is the episode her age really shows. She's 24 years old. Yeah. I'm seeing a Uh, lot of myself at 24 going (laughs) home and, like, immediately getting into a screaming fight with my dad. Yeah. Her her parents ask one question. They're like, so what do you have in common with him? And she's like, mom, dad, I get grilled all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is not about Shannon. This is not about Shannon. This is about you. This is about what do you think, mom? I remember in college, it was parents' weekend, and there was, like, a really tiny Thai restaurant in the town, and so everyone was taking their parents there, and it was, like, pouring rain, and there was a girl in a the table in the back with her family and her mom her mom must have asked like and how are your classes going and she goes mom i'm not here to study i'm here to live and she, <laughs> she's like i am not just here to learn i'm here to grow and like it was a packed restaurant wow. Everybody's grandma was there. Oh my god! It was, and she had a full on, and the mom. You just kept hearing the mom go like, "Well, I don't think." <laughs> go, Come on, mom! <laughs> I got the same vibe from. Yeah, Shannon. that is. Yeah, yes. it's the same. She was having a parents' weekend fight. <laughs> Oh, yeah. At 24. <laughs> no, they're literally like, have you been doing the work of building this relationship? Like, do you know literally anything about this man? Like, just checking in. She's like, I get drilled 24-7. Maybe not something Doesn't you want to say. what she thinks <laughs> No. Like, 24-7, this is about you. Like, stop, it, stop evading my question. Tell me what you think. And what her, what, their parents, what her parents think is, it seems like you don't like this dude, and it you have nothing like in common. <laughs> Her mom just goes like, does he have pet? Does he like animals? She goes, he travels, mom! (laughs) How dare you even ask me about that? He's out there living and growing. (laughs) He's not taking AP psychology all the time. (laughs) So on that note, uh, Shannon leaves her parents and they're like, Godspeed, They like literally give her a goodie box and are like, have fun. And I was like, again, if I behave like that, that's not the send-off I would be getting from my also, parents. Also, did they get, like, Tupperware to take home? Like, my God, the joys of season one. Just like, here you go, here's some casseroles. <laughs> They're not feeding you right down at that mansion, are they? <laughs> you are falling out of those turtleneck sweaters. <laughs> Your neck is banging around in that thing. So then she and Alex take a, a limo ride to debrief, and I think we Here's have a clip. clip of how that goes. Not well. I want to know what, I want to hear about these rules that you live by. What does it mean to be a good girl, and how does that relate to sex? 
How did I know this would eventually come up? With you? Ah, my friends just asked me, they're like, have you had to talk about that yet? And I'm like, no, thank God. But you know, we gotta do it. Thanks, Alex. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but we never get to hang out alone. We're not alone. I know, but I don't know that we're gonna be that Why don't you just picture my dad sitting right there, my grandma right there, and then my mom baking us cookies right there. And ask me again. <laughs> I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Really? I don't think you are. I, I mean... I don't think that you feel bad at all. I feel... Like, I think that you see how awkward I feel right now, but you just don't care. I do care. And I think... You care about your answer. You don't care about how awkward these questions are making me feel. Yes, I do. I don't see that. <laughs> I really don't. Because I think you would have picked up on that a while ago. Ooh. Ooh. Does not so, go well. So I need a bit of a, a refresh. I'm jumping in. Jumping in hot 2002. What is up with this bitch? So... <laughs> The point, we know nothing. We don't know. Yeah. Shannon is a rules girl. Yeah. Uh, Shannon. She won't kiss on the first doesn't date. Kiss That's about all we date. know. Yikes. In fact, Alex mentions the possibility of kissing Within at some point the context during the first date. of a fictional story. And she absolutely loses her mind at him because yeah. how dare he think that, that she would do such horse a ever girl kiss. energy. Yeah. Very strong. That is a girl Very that had a horse girl. She energy. had a first yeah. sexual experience like on a horse. Like that she and doesn't want to like, kiss a human man. She just wants to <laughs> ride. <laughs> Somehow Shannon thought she could go on like a nationally televised marriage show and never speak about her philosophy on dating and sex. She was like, how dare you? And, and she thinks the best strategy when asked about dating and Break sex the man. is to say, picture my grandmother, and then <laughs> yeah. ask, do you feel proud of yourself right now? Yeah, let's keep my grandma just like really present in our sex life at all times. <laughs> She's baking cookies. Well, yeah, why does her mom have yeah. to go bake cookies? Even like in, the, even her mother Shannon's can't even sit there. Imaginary the scenario, her mom has yeah. to multitask yeah. some household exactly. duties. <laughs> Like, my God, your poor mother. She's darning socks. Now ask me. Now ask me if I want to fuck Come you. My poor mother scrubbing the floor over there. How dare you? Just, yeah. What, but what? I just want how and why. Like, what and why and how? Those are all really great questions <laughs> that unfortunately Shannon is unwilling to answer. And yeah. so we will never know. Alex will have to propose to her. Never knowing if like, they will ever, be, ever able ha- be able to have sex, yeah, or kiss for that matter. Who knows? And that he was like, "I know you're one of those good girls." <laughs> I, it sounded to me, sex. it sounded to me as though she had she said had that. Said, I, yeah, fucking that's, yikes. Yeah, yeah, um, a lot going on. So, you know, that's then, sort of where we wrap up. Shannon's like, "I wasn't expecting the grill I got from Alex. I expect to be drilled the other 26 hours of the day." <laughs> yeah. But not from Alex right now. Yeah, there's uh, never a time when she actually expects to get no. Drunk. And and that's where we kind of wrap up. And it's time for the deliberation room, in which there are only four sad funeral portraits left what? on a weird shelf. Yeah. What yeah. is this? Yeah. I want to bring back the deliberation room. I bring it back. Bring it. It's a great energy. Chris Harrison gets to shine. Prepared. Yeah. For that. For the funeral. Square-headed yeah. man <laughs> to look at a Pier One chest of drawers. <laughs> 
with some dollar store frames on yeah. top. Yes, I know. And then the video messages. Oh. Yeah, we we learn very little from the video messages. They're just all like, "You're the greatest. Let's yeah. hang out some more." If you're watching yeah. this, I've been taken. Please <laughs> send help. Shannon's yeah. literally like, "Well." damage control like sorry about being such a bitch to you but like let's definitely keep doing this yeah the, these i would want to see come back this is <laughs> they, they yeah. video messages for a very long time this is yeah. a real treat and a delight and <laughs> shot like in the hallway of a holiday Inn express so what we've concluded is more vlogging on this show. Not from the lead. <laughs> no. From the contestant. No, no yes. Colton style Pleading video messaging case. bed. Yeah. <laughs> so Alex, you know, dons full funeral attire for this rose ceremony. He's very festive. Uh, and the women seem to know, like, this is the moment we have to step up our fashion game. Except for Kim. She has on a blouse. So yeah. let's, let's, I think we have let's a photo of their... <laughs> like... Amanda is one of is, these things is not like yeah. Yes. I mean, they're all in these like cute little LBDs. Amanda's basically like wearing a dress I recently purchased at Reformation, yeah, and like yeah. poor Kim showed up in like she went to the mature women's this section is, at Talbot's. Like I don't is, know, it's so she, unflattering. She is serving me. Your table is ready. Yes. <laughs> She's like, welcome to the Cheesecake Factory. This buzzer is gonna go off. I don't know. I think that discounts ready. the like ruching and wrap it, faux wrap. This was of a it. blouse. It, yeah, it's a real. Yeah. But like she a, went in a store yeah, and said, "I'd like level. a blouse." Yeah. <laughs> that's no, not, that's, that's an not an ordinary blouse. That's no. an outfit I would get at like the dress barn because I'm like 14 and I have to dress nicely for like mock trial. Yes. And I'm like, this is what a businesswoman wears. <laughs> yeah. And Kim was like, that's what I should wear to this rose ceremony. Yeah. So we know where this is headed. They they go into the rose ceremony and Alex gives out the roses to Trista, Shannon, and Amanda, and of course. Just Poor Kim. And her blouse. And her blouse. Have to leave. He wanted yeah. a matching set. He's a yeah. very visual guy. Yeah. You know? He's like, oh, that's and, easy. But he, <laughs> he also picked two women that do not enjoy him yeah. at, at all. all. He picked two people that he knows how to pick don't like him. Well, let's be clear. This is a man who never intended to get married. That's true. To anyone, I think. That's true. So <laughs> yeah. It's a good strategy, actually. Oh, my gosh. Um, um, and so he, he ends yeah. up justifying this uh, by saying that Kim seems really great and, like, so and cool. Hot. And, like, he does want an easygoing woman, but, like, she's too easygoing. Uh, and that's He couldn't just be like, him. she's kind of a dummy. No, you can't say yeah, that. You can't. No. He, no. He, he also can't say, I saw that blouse and knew she had to go. <laughs> no. He's like, she's just too chill. I mean, I, he does seem to like Shannon, so, like, fair Who's enough. Yeah. Not never been chill a day in her life. No. Yeah. <laughs> As a very not easygoing person, we need love too. She came out True. of the womb like double books. Like, yeah. she's like I, gotta, I gotta be somewhere else. Uh, um, and poor Kim, you know, yeah. heads in the limo and and heads sheds off. a tear. And with that, I think it is time, time for, for feminism, feminism fails. fails. Yeah. Yeah. So. And since this is a live show, we have clips of the fails here, so that all three of us can kind of watch and rate them in real time. Remember, guys, five is the most egregious, and one is totally NBD. Let's uh, roll clip one. Kim is one of the most beautiful women in the world, and she's exactly the look that I love. And I just realized, you know, she's my dream. 
I'm like, going hard on this one. I think I'm, that's a I'm four. I'm like between a I'm three a and three. a four. I'm like a three point five. Can I do that? I'm a three point five. You yeah. you say that yeah. about somebody that you like fuck once. You know, you like, say that about a car or a couch or som- like sometimes a haircut. Sometimes you have to bang someone because you got to check it off your list. Am I the only one? We are like, no. you're like, I've never banged someone that tall before. Just the look I just love. Just the look I lo- yeah. like. Just to be like, what's that like? That your head is at his belly button? Like, yeah. That's the that. But you don't say that about your wife. That you're like, no. I just love that's to... That's why it doesn't work out for poor Kim. Yeah. But I have to say, talking about women like they are uh, home decor is just Not like, a good look. She's too beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Next clip. Part of my interest, I have to admit, is just the fact that, that it's sort of the, the thrill of the chase. Um, you know, it drives me nuts that she's not interested. <laughs> I mean, no, I guess Alex. A for, for self-awareness. But I'm going yikes. Wow. <laughs> I that, love when we're different. That is I'm doing as someone who watches true crime. That's Oh. That's <laughs> act Maybe. 1. Yeah. There's some real like just yeah. My favorite I, like, she thing. said no and therefore it was a yes. My favorite yeah. thing about her is she doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to make her. Like, yeah. That's coming next. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm lowballing that one because I feel like he's just trying to explain himself to himself, but like that's not great. That's not a no. good dynamic, dude. No. Um, next clip. Next clip. <laughs> my brother Scott. He is kind of like a father figure because he's the oldest. Mandy's my baby sister. I've always tried to look after her, as the other brothers do. I mean, that's that's part of our job as brothers. Give this one a two. I say two because he didn't yeah. say the word purity, flower, or <laughs> yes, like yeah. clean. Look, the bar. The it could have been low. so much it worse. It could have been yeah. so much worse. It could have been like it's women bad. can't be trusted to pick partners on their own. You know, like that could have could have the kind of thing we direction. normally see during a home yes. date. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but it's not good, and it's sort of like is the seedling of the aggro brother trope that we see like really played up. You know, more recently. Yeah. Let's roll the next clip. I was definitely ready to settle down and, you know, commit myself to somebody. Every girl dreams of what their husband is going to be like, what they're going to be wearing down the aisle, anything like that. And of course I had crazy thoughts like that. So yeah, that's going to be really hard. Oh, oh God. So this, I, you know, is not a... I'm going to give it a three. Poor Kim. For me, that's like a fail I'm of the culture. Say it too. Yeah. yeah culture it's not fail. like an you know, indictment of Kim herself, but more just like not she's, every little girl She's saying dreams. we when she means me. Right. So yeah. I, mean, she I dream. So she doesn't have to admit that she feels bad. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She's like, like, how could I have helped dreaming about walking down the aisle toward Alex? Every woman would. <laughs> and you're like, uh, hmm, that's... let's move away from that gender essentialism. And one last feminism fail, I think. Guys, Alex <laughs> asking the women's fathers for their hand in marriage, not pictured because it did not happen. Didn't happen. It's a feminism win. Yes. 
Yes, it's a feminism win, and it shows that we don't we don't have to have that bullshit in the hometown. And it also shows that sometimes progress moves backwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what a happy note so to how end on. I think yeah. I think Alex is just trying to work on any woman spending time with him in a room. Yeah. yeah. That he's like getting somebody to commit is a big ass. Yeah. <laughs> he's so far from getting their permission yeah. to hang out with him. Right. Yeah. He's, he's like, like wow, I can't, can't even get do to the, the parents. Yeah. I love your daughter so much. <laughs> I would I love your she permission me. to take her to Red Robin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ali, I mean this has been a delight. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. We wish one we more, could keep going, yeah, but, but one more round of applause for yeah. Ali. Take your beer. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're joined by Clay Harbor for a spotlight interview and some very special Bachelor alums for a game of Never Have I Ever. Before we get back to the show, we have one more live show coming. We'll be at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Thursday, November 21st to recap the finale. You can get tickets to that show at the link in our show notes. And now, back to the show. Yes, but we're, we're not done tonight. Sorry, so. you all have to still sit there. Yeah, you yeah. have to stay. Uh, because it's time for our second segment. We have a very special guest here tonight, fresh from the beaches of Sayulita. Guys, it's Clay Harbor. Clay Harbor! <laughs> we, we dragged him out of Mexico for this, yes. guys. Yeah, yeah, just got back. Um, and uh, how does it feel to be back on a couch, getting interviewed about your time on Paradise? Feels amazing. Well, uh, hopefully this time people will see it. Yeah. So, well, that's the goal. Yeah. Last time I was on a couch with cameras with people from Paradise, you chose not to, to air it. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't so, worry. We'll be absolutely cutting this segment. As yeah. Well. So of course. Of course. That's why we decided to have you I here. I canceled a vacation with my best friends from college because they said I really needed to be there because people wanted to know what happened between us. And people and they did like, want to know. Yeah, people, the people want to know. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just, yeah, if you could take us back a little bit, you know, what did we miss in that conversation? Like, how, how did it feel kind of having, watching this whole thing play back? How um, are you doing? <laughs> it, felt are you like, okay? it felt like I was watching something that never happened because... It was so edited. I was like, wow, this, like, that wasn't said then. It was said at the end, and they put it at the beginning, but it was in the middle, but no. And I was like, wow, this, is, this isn't what happened. But, um, it, I mean, it was tough watching it back. I had, I had serious feelings for Nicole, and, um, you know, obviously the whole, you know, Angelo ordeal wasn't pretty either. But, um, so let's yeah. talk a little bit about this. Uh, backstage, you said that there were some things, you know, said to you about Angela's presence. I was told Angela would not be in paradise. And that was, well, I, didn't, I didn't think the best place for me to find love was to be on a beach. And with, one thing about paradise, it's like, honestly, it's like this size of this room. 
Like, it looks so big on TV, but it's like, you're in paradise. I'm like, you know, you can't go past that rock. And, you know, you see that palm tree over there. No, you can't go over there. And it's so small, and you're like such in this tight space, and you're around these people so much. And I just didn't think that would be the best place for me to find love. Like, we're not going to bring Angela on. This is an ex on the beach. I'm like, cool, all right, you know. Maybe I'll try it. And then... um they were like, your ex is on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. she was there. Yeah. yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. We talked about yeah. it. Anyway, she's here. Okay. Yeah. We also need you to clear up the conversation in which they made it appear as though um, Angela wasn't ambitious enough for you because she didn't attend, go to the gym for four hours. That was hilarious. That... I give them props for we that. Need I give them talk. props for that. Honestly, <laughs> I loved how they played that. We have a 40-minute conversation about... We go back to our whole relationship in which me and Angela had talks. We d- people didn't know this, but we like took a break away from each other for a while. Like this was like ongoing, and like she knew that we were having it. She was you know, like it wasn't great. We both cared a lot about each other, and we wanted to see if we could make it work. Didn't work. But um, watching it back, like watching, they're like, "Yeah, Angela." She's like, you don't go. To the, you go to the gym for four hours. I'm like, you need to come to the gym for four <laughs> hours. I'm like what? I'm like, no, this never happened. Um, so you're saying you don't expect everyone you date to go to the gym minimum four just hours a day? Women out there you might don't even need have to, know to go to the gym. <laughs> she was just like, give me some like, and that was like the last thing I said. I'm like, like I go, you know, I go to the gym, like you know, I try to get you to come with me. Maybe one time you'll come to the gym with me. And she's like, you go for four hours. I'm like, you don't have to stay the whole time. <laughs> you can leave after one. You know? And it's like my job, my whole life, has been playing football. Right. I've, I've played nine years in the NFL. People go to the office, they put the briefcase down, they type on the team. I have to go to the gym. <laughs> That's yeah. what I do. Yes, like... When I was playing, it was more like six hours. But, I mean, that's my job. Yeah. yeah. So yes. it's like you got to understand that. I was trying to get back in the NFL, and I'd go to the gym for a long time. You know? It yeah. makes sense when you say it like that. <laughs> like, oh, why is Clay at the gym for four? I'm not doing bicep curls and calf raises for four hours. Okay? That's it's... what I would do if I had four hours at the gym. I just would have no idea. I'd be like, I guess bicep <laughs> curls. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so well, there's much. a lot that goes into it being... Um, I've had seven surgeries. I got to stretch. I got to foam roll. I got to do all this stuff just so I can, like, walk, you know? And and then, you know, you you loosen it up so you can finally jog. Yeah. um, You know. It's hard on the body, I understand, football. Football? Yeah. Oh, I never heard that before. It's just something. It's not the best thing on the body, but. There are good parts, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that conversation was. Yeah. um, I respect Angela a lot. I think she's an amazing woman. Angela is um, is great. She's beautiful. She's got a great heart. But um, for me, I just didn't think we were right. I'm, um, I, I came from very humble beginnings. Nobody knows my story. Um, I grew up in a trailer with 10 people. I didn't have my own bed, so I went to college. You know, I, I'm from a um, small town, whatever. My grandma took care of me, whatever. And me and my brother, same. He's, now he's the assistant director of academics at the University of Colorado. You know, I... I graduated the top of my class at Missouri State. We're very motivated people. And after football, you know, I'm finally giving them football, I'm moving on to my next thing. Angela's an amazing, beautiful girl. She is. But she doesn't want to work. And she doesn't want to do things like that. I would never 
hold that against her, and I, I thought that that wouldn't be an issue for me. Like, it's not an issue. It's just I don't think that our personalities line up because I'm so motivated, and I want to keep improving myself for my family whenever that happens, mm -hmm. and to take care. I take care of a lot of people in my family. Like you said, come from humble beginnings. I take care of my mom, my dad, a lot of people I take care of. And um, growing up like that, you kind of want somebody that could take care of you if you needed it, mm -hmm. and someone that's a partner, like my sister-in-law. My brother met my sister-in-law in college, and I'm so happy and thankful he did. Nicole, her name's Nicole. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Nicole Harbor. There's only going to be one of those. Um, but uh, Nicole, she, we, I introduced them to each other, and she, she played soccer in college. I introduced them to each other, and um, they have two, two beautiful kids. She raises two kids. She goes to work 50 hours a week for a Fortune 500 company, and she was finishing up her doctorate degree at the same time. I'm like, that's, that's awesome. the kind yeah. of person I am. That's the kind of person my brother is, and that's what I think now. I learned a lot from my relationship with Ange, and um, my partner, I, I don't think I want my partner to not leave the house for a few days. You know, be ambitious. Let's do this together. I mean, Let's make I mean, each other better and grow together. Like, you're allowed to have a relationship and then be like, this isn't going to work long yeah, term. And that's fine. Just because like, you just she didn't go to, to the gym. On the same page right, some things need to be on the page. Yeah. 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 You just need um, to be on the same page about these things. And if you're not, you know, it's And we had these conversations. We talked about all of this. Right. And you know, we saw little, we saw little, very you saw particular, the gym. <laughs> particular, yeah. Yeah. a very cinematic yeah. moment. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Nicole, not the one. My who's brother's here. wife. Yeah. My yeah. Sister not that one. She sounds. I'll really talk to her about her all day. She's, yeah. You know, she. Yeah, I would easy. like to meet her honestly yeah. because she sounds like superwoman. But oh, she's the, the other, the other Nicole, the one oh, that you were dating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Let me. Uh, all right. Yeah. Drink, take a sip. Take a sip. Yeah. Drink up. All right. Let's go. So what what happened there at the end, and like what didn't we see? Because it was confusing. As a viewer, I found it confusing. I yeah. even got confused after watching <laughs> that. Wait, what happened there? Like, is this what really happened or no? Um, <laughs> man, that was a uh, that was an experience, and especially watching it back, the way that they portrayed it aired. I wasn't happy about that, and I I. Throw out a couple text messages about the whole ordeal and just said I wasn't happy with that it's that was was happening. So that was that's on the table. I, I literally texted the producers that I'm like, yeah, this is great, guys. It's not what happened. But um, I've talked to Nicole. She knows things about me that nobody does, and she knows why it takes a little bit of time for me. And she knew where I was. She knew where I was. It wasn't like a thing that blindsided. I wasn't ready to get married, wasn't ready to get engaged. And, you know, my parents were never married. A lot of people in my family, I have aunts and uncles I'm so close with. I have an amazing family. They're the best. Wouldn't trade them for the world. Wouldn't trade them for anything. But I've seen growing up, you know, each aunt's probably been married three times. You know, my mom's never been married. My dad's 0 for 4. Um, it's a bad day at the plate. <laughs> you know, so I've, I've, that's how I grew up. And when I'm going to get married, I'm going to be sure because I know what that can do to someone. Mm -hmm. A bad relationship, jumping into something too soon. Maybe you have a kid, maybe you, like, no. I'm 
asking a woman to marry me one time. So I've always told myself, I'm going to be sure. Yeah, I'm 33 and single, but I'm still happy that I haven't done something that I might regret. I haven't jumped into something. I, if I have a family, I'm staying with them my entire life. If I have a wife, we're together my entire life. And I, uh, I take that very seriously. Explain all this over dates. And I told you guys a story about my ex-girlfriend, another story I told why it's hard for me to express things. My um, long story short, uh, I got my heart broken like everybody has. And um, I've explained that. And, you know, and Nicole knew all that. And I felt like it was just portrayed in a weird way that mm -hmm. didn't show any of our conversations. Yeah, this or is any all of the new things yeah. that information. In the car, yeah. in the car, I talked to talked to him for an hour about how I was feeling, you know, everything I was feeling. What gets aired is, take me to the lo local pub. You yeah. Know, like, all right. <laughs> you know, yeah, take me to the local pub. All right. You have to be careful to never yeah. say anything interesting or funny because yeah. that yeah. is a never thing make about. a joke, never use sarcasm. It will <laughs> yeah. not. That's the thing yeah, that will make it. So, yeah, I was disappointed yeah. about some of that yeah. stuff, but. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. I guess you, it's a risky take going on yeah. reality <laughs> television. Yeah, yeah. They, they're making a show. They make it out of the pieces they want to make it yeah. out of. But it is, it's crazy because even watching it, you know, we kept hearing, oh, he's never mentioned his doubts. I'm blindsided. I felt like you talked about your doubts even in the parts that we did see. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah, yes. yeah. That part did sort of make it to air. Um, yeah. Did you guys work through any of that during your uh, during your time with Chris Harrison on the couch? Like, what did we miss on that segment? Oh, so um, yeah, that was a whole other debacle. So I go, so I'm like, all right, I'm canceling my vacation. Like, I'll come. I'm upset. I should be in Norway, drinking oh. beers with my college oh, friends. Damn, that's a good yeah. vacation. Just talking about the glory days, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be at the, uh, the uh, reunion. Yeah, so I come to the reunion. They put me in a trailer. I'm literally in this trailer for eight hours. They don't, they don't, everybody else is out on the stage. I'm just in this trailer by myself. I'm pacing back and forth. I have no idea. This trailer is like from the couch to the stage, and like that's it. This is small trailer. So I try what you're to saying sleep. is they put you in solitary confinement. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. illegal. No yeah. idea what's going to happen. What I find out is... They give Nicole a segment with Chris Harrison, and then like they let Annalise and Angela talk, and then Nicole's, and they bring me in, and then um, Nicole talks, Angela talks, even Annalise gets to talk before I get to talk. <laughs> like, what is Annalise? Annalise is even part of this. Like, why does she get to talk? Annalise really wants to be part of this. Yes, <laughs> she does. And then finally, I get to talk, and then like Chris Harrison like cuts me off. Like, in the next commercial break, we'll see what happens when the bachelor returns. Like, come on, guys. Let me at least get a rebuttal. But it was, uh, it was interesting. I, I got to talk to her a little bit. She has a new boyfriend now. Um, she's happy, which I'm happy for her. Um, but she was, uh, she's really wanted to get engaged, I guess. I, I told her, I was like, Nicole, I wanted to date you. I, I didn't see why we couldn't... Um, take this slow, like meet each other's family, friends, learn more about each other, and then make an educated decision if we're supposed to be together. Like, what's the difference if we get engaged now and if we get engaged in six months? 
when we see how our lives... But will ABC pay for the ring then? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Tough. Tough. Plus, the you don't ring. have to hire a videographer for the proposal. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. I'm yeah. sure they would have did something if we wanted <laughs> them to. Call them up be like, we have the opportunity of a lifetime yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could win on Next Paradise. Yeah, they would have yeah. loved you know? that. No, there were workarounds yeah, for this. That's true. Yeah. Um, we're really disappointed that that was cut, um, but we were so excited to have a chance to to hear a little bit about what went on behind the edit, behind yes. the scenes. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, before we let you go, like, what's next for you? Like, are you dating? Are you exploring new professional things? Like, what's going on in your life? Yeah. So, um, football-wise, there's um, a couple things I got going on. There's a new league called the XFL. Know if anybody you've heard of it, it's like the old. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. It's like the old WWE Vince McMahon type thing. Yeah, it's different. They're run. They're actually running it well. It's like fully funded for five years, and um, I did a trial for it, and um, they want to draft me this year, but I don't know if I want to play because like I'm old, <laughs> and I don't know if now. my body could handle that. In if it's NFL, yeah, it's worth worth the risk. I mean, you get hurt in the NFL, and you're a vested veteran. I mean, you get you get taken care of even more if you played the season. So it's like, hey, um, but uh, I don't think I'm gonna do that. But what I have been doing is a lot of speaking engagements. Like next week, I have a, a speaking engagement for the Illinois High School Principal Association, and I go cool. and I speak to yeah, thank you to a room full of um, kids that are going to college, the best students around the state. And I just tell them my story because a lot of people haven't heard my story. I got a pretty crazy story. You know, you heard a little bit of it, like, you know, whatever, from where I came from to where I got and just the people I've seen on my way in basically just my thoughts and just try to give them something that can help them on their way to college, whatever. And um, dating life, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got some setups. Honestly, for you, today, yeah. today I went on a date and it was my first date since the whole um, oh. bachelor thing Yay. Um, happened. That's yeah, yeah. Get back out there. Yeah, yeah. So that was, yeah. It was, it was okay date. <laughs> Look, you Look, gotta start. You got, that is what dating is. You gotta yeah. go on a bunch of mediocre dates. I've there been was on no hundreds. helicopters. Yeah. There was no. Yeah, you're like, like, what is this bullshit? You know, we didn't yeah. get driven in a limo by some guy. So like, what is this? Yeah, you're this like, are you a... saying I have to pay for this? Yeah. Thing? yeah. We're going to a bar to get a drink. <laughs> like, what is this? On the on the plus side, like you can have as many drinks as you want, and then True. it's not going to be Filled. aired selectively yeah. two months from exactly. now. Exactly. That's yeah. So there's pros and cons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clay, thank you so much for oh, joining us. This is so yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. One last round of applause yes. for Clay. Yes. Thank you so thank much. You. So now that we're all like really properly fully loosened up, it's time for our final segment, a little Bachelor-themed game. Everyone, please welcome our three contestants, Bachelor Nation legends, Jacqueline Schwartz, Diggy Moreland, and Dustin Kendrick. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming. So. Diggy, Diggy's got the special chair. Yeah. <laughs> Microphone check. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were like,
that Diggy can handle it. Yes, yeah. let's do this. Yeah, yeah. This is a, a cozier stage than some, so we had to get creative. Yeah. But how are you guys doing? Drunk. Good. Great. That's how we. Perfect. That's how we like you. Yeah. That was the plan. Yeah. If you know me, very drunk. <laughs> yeah. So our listeners probably remember you guys, but just uh, for the cheap seats, you know. We have to go through your credentials. Uh, Jacqueline, you're on Ben Flanick's season. Uh, and also the final season of Bachelor Pad. And also the second season of Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. A real, real yeah. a journey. long resume. Yeah. Woo! Quite Very the impressive. journey, for sure. <laughs> uh, Diggy, you were on Rachel's season of The Bachelorette. And also yes. Paradise 4 and 5. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have been through the ringer. And uh, Dustin... Is of course the newest entrant to Bachelor alum pool here. Yeah. on Hannah's season. Um, and so I love seeing all this representation <laughs> from the different generations of Bachelor Nation. Yeah. That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> but all still so young, you yeah. know? That's the crazy thing. Um, and I mean, what is it like? There's so many Chicago and uh, Bachelor Nation people. Yeah, we were so excited like, to come here. We're like, all of these people that we haven't gotten to have on our show. Yeah. And do you, you guys, guys like hang out? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's not lying because uh, we literally, 20 minutes ago, Dustin was just telling me, like, Diggy never comes out. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Never comes out. Diggy, let's go get a drink. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a homebody. Yeah. I'm a homebody. We just figured that out. You have a block from each other? A block. Well, now you're going to hang out. Look at that. So now he's yeah. screwed. Yeah. yeah. So, no, yeah. You, have to, you have to provide like, support and mentorship for each other, I assume. Yeah. So, like a professional <laughs> association of some sort. Um, so it's time for us to play a little game. It's called uh, Never Have I Ever. You know, like from summer camp, but bachelor themed. Oh, I love camp. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a Jew loves camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know. Right here. Two Jewish girls. Love summer not. camp. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Emma never talks about anything but camp. Yeah, it's like, that's true. We're like, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So I think Sarah, our producer, has some, some uh, props. props for you. Yeah. Um, right. One side uh, on the, of the sign will say, I have, and one side will say, I have never. Yeah, look at that. Give it up for Sarah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. So we're going to read some Bachelor-related actions, and you're going to have to hold up your sign with the correct answer for you. Or you can say, I plead the fifth, and not talk about it. But you shouldn't do that, and also you can only do it once. No. So, yeah. You guys aren't choose allowed what? to choose that. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not gonna I'm the nervous. <laughs> good. It's good. We want it, yeah. But, yeah. Putting you in the hot it's seat. It's all for fun. Wait, question. Do yeah. people have their phones? Like. This will be released as a podcast. <laughs> oh, all right. Good. Good to know. Yeah, it feels okay. only ethical to disclose. Yeah, yeah, we do need to tell you that. Okay, good. But treat it as though no one will ever hear it, not even the audience. Yeah. It's a Got cone it. of silence. We're all friends here. Yeah, like, just like, you know, just off. imagine you're in an ITM and the Bachelor producers are like, don't worry, just once more. How yeah. much do you hate her? Yes. Are we in an ITM yeah. during the filming or <laughs> three months after the filming? Three months after filming. We're doing pickups. Yeah. Um, and, of course, if the answer is that you have, um, feel free to share some details. I mean, feel like, free to just share We want any to all get to know each comments, other Comments, jokes. We're, this is, this is going to be a fun time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's dive in. First, never have I ever gotten a pre- or post-filming makeover, veneers, microblading, a new gym regimen. Just like, did you get yourself a little glow up? 
Are you kidding me? (laughs) I had no eyebrows on The Bachelor. I literally didn't know that you were supposed to line your eyebrows in. And it was so embarrassing looking at that shit. But now look at your beautiful brows. Now look at my beautiful penciled in brows. Gorgeous. Dustin said he's never. What did you? Yeah, I mean, it really. I, I will say before I went on the show, I never had like a nightly facial routine. Uh, I now have a nightly facial routine, and it's like, it's like skincare, and that's yeah. how it is. Yeah. So yeah, I do. Any reason to get into skincare, I exactly. think, is a good one. Uh, next, never have I ever snuck TV or social media during filming. You can. You didn't. Well, so oh, Jacqueline says no. Oh, actually, they let me call my sister on her birthday. That's not sneaking that's not if they let you do that. That's not sneaking. That's not sneaking. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. How yeah. do you sneak? How do you sneak? Sometimes you got to take care of business. <laughs> <laughs> you need your phone and uh, you did a little peeping to see what's oh, going on in the real world. Wait, wow. I actually have on Bachelor Pad, Ed brought an iPad. And we somehow figured out how to connect it to the Wi-Fi, and we actually did contact the outside world. So I wow. have. Wow. Okay. I thought that it was completely sealed off. This is yes. shocking. <laughs> All right. Next, we have never have I ever peed in the bachelor mansion pool. <laughs> Jacqueline has. I wish I could Dustin say. That. Dustin has not. Maybe has. Maybe has. <laughs> you guys, that's the biggest joke. Like, don't go in the pool. <laughs> It's like if you're already in the pool, like working out, it's so like you have to get out and walk through the mansion, like soaking wet. It makes so much sense just to go Uh, at that point. It's extremely logical. I literally wish I would have known this before going to the I mean, that was two years ago, so I'm pretty sure they changed the water since. And other people's urine was in the pool when you were there. They're not allowed to heat the hot tub because it makes bubbles and it makes noises and then it disrupts the microphones. So on Bachelor Pad, we all used to pee in the hot tub. In the cold tub. In the cold tub. It's not a hot tub, it's a cold tub, if you remember that line, if you're an OG. This is the glamour that I come to The Bachelor for. Yeah, we've all peed. Hot tub for pee. (laughs) Um, Next we have, uh, never have I ever gone on a Bachelor show for the wrong reasons. (laughs) Wow. Diggy and Dustin (laughs) have never. Jacqueline's unsure. Uh, Hello. (laughs) Never. No pressure. Never. No, everyone went on the show for the right reasons. Fine, paradise for sure. Okay. (laughs) I mean, by the time you get to show number three, that's just fair. I thought it was going to be a nice vacation, but it was Who goes on paradise for the right (laughs) reasons? With a lot of bug bites, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Never have I ever been disappointed by who my season's lead ended up being. (laughs) I'm sorry, Ben Flanick. I'm sorry. Never. Aww. I was a little disappointed. Dustin and Jacqueline were both disappointed. Who did? Who handled? You already answered. It's too late. No, 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 no. I was confused. I thought you meant who she ended up. Oh, that's even more juicy. I'm sorry. That's great. Hannah was great. I loved Hannah. Ben was fine. Yeah. Look, we watched that season. Yeah. I get, yeah. We all know. <laughs> we know. We're all on the same page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, never have I ever eaten the table food on a bachelor date. 
Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? It's like bagel bites. Everyone's eating. It's actually the f- pretty good. On the, the food that's like sitting on the date for a one-on-one oh, so date. You're like oh, on your one-on-one you're not allowed date? to yeah, eat like that. Yeah, like the staged food. No, you're not allowed to eat that. You're not allowed to eat. That's the true sign that the date is horrible if they allow you to eat the food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just go ahead, dive in. That yeah. is such a good point. Ate his they don't even try to stop you. One night when we were on Bachelor Pad, he, he like ate the whole thing. You're not supposed to eat it. You eat before you go to the date. Because they don't want to hear you chomping on camera. And by the way, those water glasses that you see on the dates are actually Red Bull vodka. What? When you shine the lights on them in a certain way, they look clear, but it's actually... Red Bull vodka. No, this is the water. tea that we came here for. That so is. when you look at yeah. those wine glasses and they're chugging that water, <laughs> they get in crunk. Oh, that seems dangerous. Yeah. Wow. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> Maybe that like, was just for me. No. <laughs> yeah. Get me through the night. <laughs> Never have I ever shared clothing with other contestants on my season. <laughs> Yes, everyone has shared clothing. I mean, it's beautiful. On your season, there was a very famous jacket. The jacket? Yeah. yeah. That, that went around quite a bit. <laughs> Whose jacket Wait, was, was it that? Salmon color? Salmon color jacket. Yeah. Okay. Who was it? Dylan's jacket. Also, Tyler had a similar jacket as well. So there were two salmon so, jackets. Connor and I think Mike wore it once to wore Tyler's, and all the little guys wore Dylan's. <laughs> Bless his heart. He's a Tyler's guy. jacket. <laughs> the pheromones still on there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Never have I ever used my time with the lead to talk shit about another contestant. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everyone has. Yes. Who did you talk shit about? You can go first. Everybody else. But I, could, I knew my time was coming to a close very quickly, and I was like, time was splitting. I was like, Courtney, this and that. So, yeah. what, um, what about you guys? I didn't want to, but Luke P was so terrible. It was just like, yeah, yeah. get this guy out of here. So. Fair. Fair. Uh, my season it was Lee. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I overtly <laughs> racist one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was Very one bad. of the things. Very bad. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was like kind of obvious that I had to put my two cents in. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. like you just you don't really have a choice. You know, yeah. like the moral duty calls. I had to doing yeah. the people's work. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes you're just like, what the hell? You know. <laughs> uh, never have I ever uh, become close friends with a bachelor producer. Jacqueline has. Everyone has. Everyone has. How do you think I was on three shows? (laughs) (laughs) That's the reason we know who you guys are. God and good. Uh, Never have I ever napped through a rose ceremony. Oh, for sure. (laughs) They're they're so long. They are so long. How long? So Dustin and Diggy both have. Jacqueline is not. No, no. You were just standing in your heels, like teetering. <laughs> my brain was asleep. Yeah. My body was awake. But they're very, very long. And my adrenaline kept me going through the night. Sure. Yeah. I mean, God. Just standing in those heels, I always thinking about it. <laughs> uh, always think about it. I'm like, that looks like torture. I would just go take yeah, a nap, to be honest. Yeah. Never have I ever had sex in a fantasy suite. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jacqueline, Jacqueline. please elaborate. You're, right. You're the only I have. Oh my God, on Bachelor Pad, for sure. We had a, <laughs> we had a um, fantasy suite, and it was so nice having no cameras, and that was the only thing we did, um, <laughs> aside from talking shit about everyone else. And it's a theme for getting you. to actually yeah. know each other, other than sleeping together in bunk beds and the wine cellar in the bro ceremony room. Wow. <laughs> Just all the things you actually want to do but can't do yeah. so that anyone will know. And you kind of already said it, suite. but never have I ever had sex during filming, but not in the fantasy suite. Yeah. <laughs> Barbecue pit, lower window deck. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. <laughs> You're thinking. You're thinking. Finally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was cool. <laughs> All right, that's a good amount of detail. Thank you. Um, we're classy here. Uh, never have I ever hooked up with someone who slid into my DMs. <laughs> Diggy has. Oh, Diggy has. Jacqueline has Dustin. not. Dustin. Dustin. Yeah! <laughs> someone called John Paul Jones. And yeah. Get him on the case. This is unacceptable. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> I think there's a double standard here. What guy is, you know, being like, I watch The Bachelor. Like, no. No, it it's really doesn't true. work for women the same yeah. way it works for men. That is very clear. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, some good stuff in the DMs. I mean, <laughs> good stuff in the DMs. DMs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you, you got to sort through, like, how, you know. Yeah. I mean, You're like, I'll put in the work. Yeah. What about this? The- Never have I ever slid into someone else's DMs for a hookup. Jacqueline oh. Stills never. Yeah. <laughs> Two I haves from Dustin and Diggy. I mean, I'm a guy. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> How do women it? hook up? I don't even understand. Like, it's do you want men me are sliding in, they're getting slid. <laughs> you clearly are doing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jacqueline is hooked up pregnancy. a day in her life. Yeah, I think you hooked up. You're yeah. very pregnant. You know, for Catholics, it's different. Um, <laughs> never have I ever dated someone from Bachelor Nation off camera. Jacqueline has. Guys have not. Jacqueline, who oh, have you dated? Guys, I dated Ed. As much as people didn't like to think that we did, we did. You did it <laughs> off camera. Really yeah. sad. Why wouldn't people like to think that? Well, he was a fucking asshole to me <laughs> on National <laughs> Pad. I don't know if anyone's watched it, yeah. but it was very pathetically sad. However, <laughs> I was like, marry me. <laughs> uh, we could be a power couple. Um, yeah, so we dated for a while, but yeah. he's married now, and I wish him all the best. Yes. That's very, very classy. I hope he's not uh, never have I ever posted a sponsored ad for laxative tea. You know, teamy, fit tea, any of the above. If you guys have, like, <laughs> seriously, goodbye. <laughs> no. What, three, they, what were they again? What were they laxative tea. Like you, you haven't. I follow you. You haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't. Because the minute you do, yeah. I'm unfollowing yeah, you. He's like, I have been monitoring the situation, and you're okay, bro. It's Diggy's criteria. Yeah. Follows. That's fair. Very so you have three people who will not give you a discount code for laxative tea on this yeah, stage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Laxative yeah. tea. I love, the, I, lo- I love the claps. That's yeah. great. That's the best part. Um, okay. And we have our final Never Have I Ever. Oh, my gosh. 
Never have I ever been disappointed in Peter as the next Bachelor. Ziggy yeah. has. Dustin has a com- complicated feeling. Yo, you don't have to, don't do this. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. No, this is a tough one because Mike, he, Mike and Peter like were one of my closest friends. Like we, we roomed together. We had a lot of like yeah. late night talks and whatnot. So I was happy for either one of them yeah. to become the bachelor. And That's Peter's gonna be answer. great. I guarantee you That's guys are gonna love Pete. Aww. We're listen. We're excited should be for whatever season comes next. Yeah. But we all wanted Mike. Yeah. yeah. We too wanted Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Peter is Go like Mike. literally another Ben Higgins. It's so boring, but we're all going to watch it. Yeah, we'll watch, but like, I, I agree. We were team Mike. Yeah. But yeah. that is a very sweet and personal answer, and you know him personally, so fair. Yeah. That's yeah. lovely. We'll allow it. Yeah, we'll allow it. <laughs> I'm very impressed that no one pled the fifth during this whole yeah. time. You guys are very guys are great. I forgot that was an option. <laughs> <laughs> Good, you panicked and it answered everything. Um, guys, this has been so much fun. I wish we could do this for so much longer. This is Thank so you. fun. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us. I know. That went by so quick. Like, I know. I, know. <laughs> I want more questions. Time flies when you're happy. Well, is there anything else you just want to tell everyone? Yeah, spill the tea. Does anyone have a question out here? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay. There's somebody in the back. I yeah. see. I see. She's, she's eager to. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm an actor. I went to an audition on Monday. Were you also there? <laughs> yes, I was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the question was, were you at the audition I was at on Monday? I was Just there. For yeah, yeah, at for, at for Trigger, yeah. yeah. For the record, yes, I'm also looking for work. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you get it? No, did you? I didn't, no. Say hi next time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. See, guys, this is why Here to Make Friends Live is great. We're just making connections. Yeah. Like, I love bringing know. everyone in showbiz together. Actually, yes. Here to Make Friends. I think we have one more. One more. Is that okay? Yeah. Do you guys have time? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is another one for Dustin. So you said you didn't like who Hannah ended up with, but did you, like, hate him through the process or just, like, after everything came out, you were like... So... so oh, sorry. I, just for the podcast, for th- the question was, you said you didn't like who Hannah ended up with. Did you not like him throughout the whole process? So through the whole process, I did. Um, I thought Jed was a you know a great candidate for Hannah. I thought they were <laughs> candidate. <laughs> I would have voted for him, perhaps. Yes. It's <laughs> yeah. primary um, season, baby. Kamala Harris. But I was disappointed. Um, you know when you know we found out he had a girlfriend and whatnot. Um, I still think he's a great guy. I just think he, he made a bad decision. He fucked up. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, you know. That's disappointing. It's disappointing, yeah, but. Disappointing. Isn't Dustin he's so sweet and diplomatic? Yeah. Yes. This is yeah. why he won't yeah. be cast on Bachelor Pad. Yeah. Or Bachelor <laughs> he needs to be a little bit more. Yeah, bring back Bachelor Pad, side. though, to be honest. Yeah, bring back Bachelor Pad. Oh, you heard it here. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it back, baby. Uh, okay, All I think right. we do I think have, we to, do wrap have up. to wrap up there. Um, Thank you guys. We so just much. had too much fun. Yes. This was wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. And- <laughs> and-
And that's it for this live episode of Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Ali Barthwell, Clay Harbour, Jacqueline Schwartz, Diggy Moreland, and Dustin Kendrick. And of course, our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson, as well as everyone else from HuffPost who made this event happen. Also, a big thank you to the Newport Theater for hosting us. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts. We have one more live show coming. We'll be at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Thursday, November 21st. To recap the finale, you can get tickets to the show at the link in our show notes. And watch this feed for these these live shows coming out as bonus episodes. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back soon to share our next live show.